Welcome to the Poetic Robot Podcast, and t- for today's episode, the first episode, I thought, why not talk about my favorite, new favorite movie of all time, The Fantastic Four. It's really a wonderful f- film, and it's really relatable. As a moviegoer, I saw the movie and thought, wow, I can relate to this, because there's been plenty of times where I haven't felt like editing something, or I thought... Man, I should have worked on this a long time ago, but I really just want to wait until the last minute. And the team that made the new Fantastic Four movie did a wonderful job of making it seem like that's exactly what they did. It's really just, it's touching. And it just, I relate to it so much. And now I know that I'm not the only one who hates editing. That other people do. Big people and they've made it so so can I right and the oh another thing the team the team is just, every character is they're just wonderful I mean first of all you got Johnny who sure seems like he it's kind of annoyingly angry all the time and may or may not be a genius I'm not quite sure the movie left, leaves that hanging not a big deal and sure, she do- he doesn't really have a chemistry, any chemistry with Sue Storm, despite them be- supposedly being siblings. And yeah, we're not really sure why Sue Storm ever gets powers. It just seems kind of random, but it really probably doesn't ever matter. Really. Maybe. Probably. And then you got Reed Richards, who, you know, his performance, you know, is pretty good, pretty good. Makes a nice little sociopath sociopath sometimes and very emotional at other times but he's also ridiculously smart like in the comics and you, you, he does some stretching stuff at least he doesn't just grab toilet paper and stuff like that like in the original that that and you know he just a step up they're constantly improving these movies that's why I love them so much and the thing the thing sure you turn, you take his, by the way, I'm, I'm going to try to stay away from spoilers, but I'm probably not going to succeed before I continue, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a minor spoiler right here, and that is, the thing, the thing, you know, it's wonderful how they took a catchphrase, every child, well, a lot, tons of childs, children, whatever you want to be called, child, children, man, person, a phrase that they all know, and turned it into like some kind of tragic backstory because nothing makes me happier than seeing something that you innocently enjoyed as a kid being made um made tragic and sad it makes you cry that's wonderful now the good thing is as a I'm a college student and you I don't know if you're in college high school middle school or, you know, you got a job, a career, a family, whatever. My point is, I'm tired a lot. You're probably tired a lot. If, you ha- if you're not tired yet, trust me, you're going to be tired. And that's pretty much just, just the definition of life. That's the secret of life, everyone. You're going to be tired now and forever. Good luck with that. But if you are tired, you might as well go see Fantastic Four. Because they, in their wisdom, they thought to themselves, hmm... Maybe we should prolong these, this boring exposition and just keep the action scenes, my scenes, I mean scene, to the end. That way, audience members can catch up in their sleep and be truly excited for the last fight scene. 
It's so wonderful. I mean, just, you know, so if you're tired just, and you feel like watching a movie, but only a little bit of one, just go see Panda's Core. Just remember to bring a pillow. Now, I mentioned the main team members, but I didn't really mention Dr. Doom, who, if you don't know, and you probably don't because I don't know how many people have actually told this, he's one of my favorite superhero, comic book, whatever, villains of all time. Yes, he is definitely my favorite whatever villain. Maybe favorite comic book villain, maybe favorite supervillain, but definitely my favorite whatever villain. He's like my only favorite whatever villain, to be honest. I just love him that much. And really... A lot of movies these days settle, I feel like, for just making their characters seem like action figure toys that you could sell. They, they probably do sell. They definitely sell. They get a lot of money from it. Lots of money from it. But Fantastic Four saw the line there and decided, you know what? We can cross this. We can do something better than that. Because why it's nice to watch one of my other favorite movies, Transformers, and see, wow... That's a toy that I may or may not have played with. I can't quite remember. It's another thing. You, the toy looked new. Like, you just got it. And I was never very good at handling my toys. Most of them broke. Like, a lot of them. Pretty much all of them. Honestly. And, and the ones that didn't, I gave it to my little brothers. And for all I know, they're probably broken and neglected now. And that's exactly what Dr. Doom looks like. A ne neglected toy. That had been beaten down too many times. Kind of like they made the suit for Dr. Doom. And decided, no. This won't be as emotional with the kids. We gotta wear this thing down. And so they beat it. And cooked it. Probably cooked it a lot. Because who hasn't cooked plastic toys or metal toys in the microwave? We've all done it. We've all burned down a couple houses. It's okay. It's very, very, very okay. They've, the movie was really, also really funny. And you could tell that because people, and the jokes weren't just like, you know, the stupid, stupid jokes that everyone tells all of it in every other movie. And there's like, oh my goodness, I'm so tired of it. These jokes were smart. These jokes were complicated. They were so complicated, in fact, that nobody was laughing the, during the movie because they were still trying to figure it out. And I think that's a sign of a really funny movie. In, in fact, when the movie was over, at least one guy enjoyed it so much that he booed when it was over. He was like... No! Boo! I was like, yeah, me too, man. I wish it could keep going forever. A side note, I think he was also dressed up as Spider-Man. He might have been the real Spider-Man. And if he was the real Spider-Man, he might have been booing because he was like, wow, that movie was amazing! Now I'm stuck with silly Marvel, who's making bad movie after bad movie, and... I want to be in the new Fantastic Four. Because if you don't know, in the comics, Spider-Man briefly joined the Fantastic Four when they killed off another member. I'm not going to spoil that one, even though it's been a couple years, because people might actually read that. But, yeah, Spider-Man... Well, I guess that's kind of a spoiler anyways. Spider-Man joins... Whatever. But, yeah, so Spider-Man joins the team, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm sure that guy was just like, man... He joined it in the comics. Why can't I be in the team in the movie? So, that's probably it. Now, one of the greatest things ever about the movie is the cliffhanger. It ends on a huge cliffhanger. And even bigger than the last one, where you're like, they're like, Silver Surfer is still alive. You're going to find out how in the next one. 
and you never do. That cliffhanger is still going on. It never ended. I'm still wondering. I'm going to die wondering. Probably not. Actually, yes, I'm incredibly curious if, it, like, cliffhangers, if you don't tell me your cliffhanger, it doesn't even matter if I hated your movie, it's still going to drive me crazy. But in this movie, which I loved, they had the best cliffhanger ever. Because you see, the whole movie is about a team. But the team is barely in the movie together. Not only that, but they have little to no chemistry. You're not even sure if they like each other. In fact, they don't have... I said they have little chemistry. They really don't have any chemistry at all. Maybe a little bit from individual, one-on-one. But even that, just a little. But as a whole, not at all. Not at all. And so you kind of wonder, after seeing the movie, will they ever see a chemistry? Will there be a sequel? Apparently, yes. And in this chemistry, will the team actually have chemistry? In this chemistry, what is English? I don't know. Who knows? Tell me if you find out. Please call this number, 542. Call that number, 542, right away if you know what English is. Anyways, back to the fantasticness of four Fantastic Four movie, something, something. The team doesn't have chemistry and they're barely in the movie together, despite this being a team movie, which is really exciting because most team movies you see, like, say, Avengers. Let's say Avengers, which is definitely a worst movie. Maybe one of the worst movies ever made, honestly. Not fun at all. The team, like, they just, they had so much chemistry from the start. And you kind of wondered, what's the point? Like, all these characters get along. What's the point of seeing the sequel? And not wondering, wow, will these characters ever develop? Will they ever like each other? Will they ever give me a refund? The answer to that probably is no. And so if you haven't seen Fantastic Four, I would recommend with all my heart to see it. As long as you haven't seen Incredibles. If you have seen Incredibles, you might want to lower your expectations slightly. But if you haven't seen Incredibles, see this first. Then watch Incredibles. Incredibles will be better. And then you have two fantastic experiences. Because I trust me when I tell you, you will never, ever, ever, forever, ever forget Fantastic Four. Unless you fell asleep during it. Which is admittingly a possibility. Well, I think I'm going to cut this podcast to the, uh, this episode or something video th- or not even a video audio thing I'm in us in this podcast here so if you enjoyed it thank you you all uh, I, I I enjoyed it I'll make another one and then you can listen to that one too have a good day